Coming up, Kyle Larson talks high limit and gives us some schedule clues. Plus, we've got a number of driver and team moves to talk about and weekend results. Let's go. It's Sunday, October 29th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. As we edge closer to the end of the dirt racing season, the rumors are coming in hot about potential dates for the expanded 2024 high limit season. We've talked on this show about what it could look like and some expectations I have based on what we've heard from some friends around the industry. One of those elements that we've talked about here is the return of the midweek races, which obviously high limit was built on for 2023. And I've said before, I could envision a championship within a championship that allows Kyle Larson to stay involved and gives Flow Racing some content for during the week. On Saturday at Martinsville, Larson confirmed that the midweek shows will continue next season. After he qualified for Sunday's cup race, he spoke to a number of reporters and both Matt Weaver and Speedsport had stories with his comments. Larson uh, said, quote, whatever our full schedule ends up being the priority of ours is we want to maintain the midweek races. The more midweek races we have, the more opportunity I have to race. And the viewership of the midweek stuff has been really good. That is a priority of ours, but it's difficult to put a schedule together and have it logically make sense for everybody, unquote. Young Money also talked about wanting to raise purses, have teams competing for millions of dollars each season, and that the overall schedule continues to be a work in progress. I'll link both uh, stories below in the video description if you want to see everything Larson had to say. With the All-Star Circuit of Champions now under their control, and their control meaning obviously Brad and Kyle and the rest of the High Limit folks, I think it's a safe assumption to make that the big all-star shows will now fall under high limit. That could include things like the Race Rudine Foundation race, uh, the winged portion of Four Crown at Eldora, and the two big races at Port Royal in the Tusky and the Wiker. We already know that the Dean Niddle Memorial that has closed out Ohio Sprint Speedweek at Portsmouth will be on the high limit schedule somewhere. Uh, Jeff Niddle posted about that on social media last week, and we talked about it on the show. Rumors I've heard from a few sources uh, around the sport uh, uh, about the schedule include, uh, you know, what has usually been that trip south for the All-Stars in Georgia and Florida that could continue for high limit. Also, potentially the return of dirt racing to the Texas Motor Speedway dirt track. The ASCS ran at Texas until uh, 2018. We saw XR go there in 2021, and it was part of the World of Outlaws schedule from 2000 to 2004. As we look ahead to the coming weeks, I think the schedules will be the next big domino to fall. Uh, and then once they are in place for both the Outlaws and High Limit, teams can then start making their own decisions on what they're going to do for next year. Speaking of teams, we've got a number of driver and team moves to talk about today. It's been a busy last few days on that front. Later in the day on Thursday last week, Sprint Car driver JJ Hickel posted to social media that he is out of a ride and now on the hunt. He'd started 2023 driving the Ceiling 97 out with the All-Stars, but partway through the season transitioned to the Home Pro Racing 50YR machine. But according to his post, that 50YR team is scaling back dramatically for next year, and now he's out. Hickel ended the season sixth in the final All-Star driver point standings, and in all of his combined 410 starts, had two wins, seven top fives, and 16 top tens in 64 races. He also had a pair of 360 wins to go along with his 410 exploits. His two 410 wins were an AFCS action at Fremont and a weekly show at Butler. His best All-Star run was a second at Atomic in June. I think Hickel is a guy that could be very solid in the right situation. You know, we've seen him contend out with the ASCS for a championship as well. In central Pennsylvania, we've seen a pair of recent changes. 
First, Dylan Norris is looking for a new ride as he found out recently that Scott Gobrecht is shutting down his sprint car program completely. In nine years in operation, Gobrecht's cars had drivers like Norris, Trey Starks, and Chase Dietz, among others. The team will run the season finale at Baps Motor Speedway on November 11th, and then that's it. No word yet on what Norris's future plans are. Also, driver Tyler Ross is looking for a new situation after recently parting with car owner Rick Lefevre. Ross is working on some combination of running his own deal and or partnering with another team for the future. He had 23 top 10s this season in 45 starts and won the non-winners race back on Friday at Bridgeport. Jeremy Elliott has more on Ross's situation over at SprintCarUnlimited.com. And some good news, Hunter Schoenberg has a winged ride for a few race nights coming up. He'll join Alex Bowman Racing and the Ally 55 team for the Tuesday night 410 show at Cherokee Speedway before then continuing with the deal at Charlotte Four World Finals. The ABR team was pretty quiet during the second half of the season. I don't believe they've been out since the Jackson Nationals in August. Schoenberg has a pair of 410 wins this season, including an IRA show at 34 Raceway, and he had an all-star win at Jacksonville. He started the year with the Vermeer 55, but after losing that deal, he's run with Kevin Newton. He ran the Swindell Speed Lab car. He actually made the Knoxville Nationals main event in that one, and then most recently with the Zemco car in central Pennsylvania. He did run a high-limit show with ABR earlier this year, picking up a ninth-place finish at Grandview. And elsewhere in open-wheel racing, not sprint cars, but midgets, Chase McDermott announced he's parted with Mount Stout Motorsports after two seasons together. He says he'll announce his Chili Bowl deal soon, but doesn't have any full-time plans yet for 2024. McDermott ended up fifth in the final Extreme Outlaw rundown, leading the series with six wins. Looking at some weekend results, Corey Day dominated the NARC feature at Kern County, taking over the lead from pole sitter Cole Macedo on lap three and never looking back in that one. He topped Buddy Kofoid and Chase Johnson at the end. With championship rivals Justin Sanders and Dominic Selzy finishing down the order, Day will take a sizable lead in the standings to the final race at Stockton that is coming up this weekend. At Georgetown Speedway, Anthony Perego bagged the small block win on Friday at the Mid-Atlantic Championship. Last night, it was Danny Buck topping Ryan Godown and South Region champion Matt Shepard for the victory. Short Track Super Series at North Region will close out November 10th at the Orange County Fair Speedway. Bridgeport Speedway had their Sprint Toberfest weekend at four sprint cars. Last night, it was Kyle Reinhardt leading flag to flag in the winged 410 main event. Danny Dietrich and Justin Peck joined him on the night's podium. Anthony Macri was there in the 39M but finished out of the race after getting involved in an early incident with Pauli Cola Giovanni. Uh, that was while running inside the top five. Alex Bright won the USAC East Coast feature, and Briggs Danner was crowned the 2023 USAC East Coast Sprint Car Champion. Kaylee Bryson made her super late model debut over the weekend in unsanctioned action at the Thunderbird Speedway in Oklahoma. That Friday feature was won by Billy Moyer Sr. over Logan Martin and Jeff Roth. Bryson started eighth, finished eighth, so very solid. She was driving a car owned by Brady and Liz Ross, whose son Hayden died last year. The race was run in his memory. And in a terribly fitting end to the season, the final ASCS weekend of 2023 was, yep, you guessed it, rained out. Short track nationals at Texarkana 67 Speedway were lost for the second time after originally being postponed from a few weeks ago. So Jason Martin, we already knew, was the season champion. And I think series owner Terry Maddox needs to go make an offering to the gods or something. His series might be the most snake bit in the past two seasons when it comes to cancellations completely out of their control. If you want to check out some racing today, don't forget there are a lot of uh, late model stars down at East Alabama for the National 100. $49,000 to win, and local driver Richie Stevens will lead Chris Madden, Brandon Overton, and Jimmy Owens to green from the pole. 
Local divisions are already on track as I write this, and the Supers have hot laps, the B and the feature slated for later this afternoon or early evening, depending on how the day plays out. Uh, that's it for the Daily today. Hope you guys have a great Sunday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. 